Welcome back to On Point. I am Rob Faye. Thank you for making me a part of your evening. I will be here all week. Um, let's get serious for a second here. This is going to be a real, real tough winter for the healthcare system. We've been talking about it for years at this point, about the challenges that are being faced right now by our doctors, our nurses, our healthcare workers, who I remember when the pandemic started, some of us across this country used to bang drums and pots and pans at 7 p.m. to just let them know that we were thinking about them. That uh, noise and racket has subsided somewhat, but the problem has not gone away. So we've brought on Dr. David Jacobs. He's the president of the Ontario Association of Radiologists. And um, I, Doctor, uh, first and foremost, thank you for being here tonight. How bad could this get? Let's just get that out of the way. Well, nobody knows how bad it could get. I mean, and I don't really want to try and guess and give doomsday scenarios. Re really what we have uh, is a lot of things coming together at the same time that are gonna put a stress on the healthcare system. So we've got an aging population, we've got a growing population, we have COVID, which is much better than it has been in the past, but it's still here, and we do expect the numbers to climb. Um, and uh, the flu is back. Uh, it, it, there was a lot of flu in, uh, in Australia, and it's made its way across the globe, and we see it down in the southern U.S. The numbers are starting to tick up, and CDC is... Uh, flashing the, the warning lights. So we've got a lot happening all at once, and it's going to put a strain on the system. Can you differentiate, and as a physician, I'm glad that you're here to help me answer this, can you differentiate the differences, the symptoms from COVID-19 and the flu so that maybe you don't get alarmed that you've got something that you don't have? Well, <laughs> there, <laughs> there isn't going to be much of a difference. So... Um, if you've got fevers and chills, that can happen with both. A feeling lethargic, that can happen with both. Uh, you know, a really sore throat, uh, that's going to be more COVID. But really, it's going to be hard for people to differentiate between the two, and that's why we do all the testing that we do. So I think that really what you should do is this. If you're truly desperately ill and, and you feel like you need to, to see a doctor, do so. Go to the hospital if, you, if you're feeling really sick. Uh, that's what the hospital is there for. If you're just feeling uh, like you have the flu symptoms and whatnot and you'll make your way through it, then obviously try to avoid uh, putting extra pressure on the healthcare system. And the most important thing is, if you're sick this flu season, keep it to yourself. Don't be a hero. Don't go into work. Try to wear a mask if you really absolutely must go out. Wear a mask. Protect others. Protect people in your family. Try not to spread whatever respiratory virus you have, whether it be COVID, the flu, or anything else. You know, I would like to think that employers have kind of turned the corner when it comes to that. I used to dread getting sick because I knew that I'd probably still have to go into work, whereas now... Uh, you mentioned don't try to be a hero. I think a lot of executives realize that this is the world we live in right now, be it the flu or COVID-19, and they'd be a lot more accepting of a person staying home, no? Yes, absolutely. And if you look at it as an employer, if you have people doing um, working in a store or doing labor, if you bring one of those people in who's sick and he spreads it to the rest of your crew, you're done. So you're far better off having one person out and at home recuperating than getting the rest of, the, of your crew sick. And we also have to remember, people have been used to working at home. So if there's something essential that needs to be done by somebody who 
can do it remotely, then they could probably do that and then get back into bed and recover. But you don't want to spread this around. Dr. Jacobs, I know that you still frequent hospitals. Can you give me something that maybe if I'm driving around, um, I've heard so many things when it comes to politics and all of the different variables that come into our health system. Can you just give me something from a boots on the ground perspective? Where are we at right now with our health system? How are our doctors and nurses and healthcare workers doing? Well, listen, I think um, it's a mixed bag. Obviously, we're all pretty worn down, but we're getting a lot of us are getting a bit of a second wind. I think that um, there's a tremendous amount of stress. Uh, in terms of manpower right now. So we have a shortage of nurses, we have a shortage of uh, x-ray and MRI technologists and ultrasound technologists. We're short in basically in lab everywhere. All of the support services are short and the, the doctors have been working very hard for the last three years. So we're, we're, we're managing, but the system is being, is being stressed, that's for certain. And then you add the flu into the mix right now, which I can't imagine makes anything easier. I I, I guess the reason I say that is because not to make it all doom and gloom, but as you try to get that reprieve, or as you mentioned, a second wind, there's not many, there's not much rest for the wicked, is there? No, there isn't. Uh, Right now, the pediatric uh, nursing and the pediatricians are are really taking a hit because RSV is making its rounds. Uh, So everyone's kind of bracing for that and and kind of at the beginning of that storm. Uh, And then the flu will come through. We're used to it coming through. COVID will come through. We know how to manage that now as well. Really what we need from the population, though, to support this is we need people to get their flu shots. Get your flu shots. It'll help the system. It'll help you. And if you're over 65 or you're immunosuppressed in any way, get your bivalent COVID shot. It's a no-brainer. Go out and get that. The, The risks to you if you get COVID and you're over 65 are not insignificant. So if you want to help everyone out and yourself, get those two shots. It'll make a big difference. I've heard the phrase twindemic. Are we there? No, again, listen, it, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want people to get all in a panic. It's not necessary. It's not helpful. I want people to be uh, conscientious and do the right thing because it's good for them and it's good for everyone else. So are we in a twindemic? No, not really. Uh, Omicron is is incredibly contagious, but it doesn't have anywhere near the mortality rate that we had with the uh, ancestral strain of COVID or uh, with Delta. So yes, you do not want to get it, but no, it is not as horrible as it was before. The the proviso is is that it's so contagious that if we get enough people sick with it, it, it does really stress the system as it did with the, la- with the first Omicron wave. So is the system going to be tested again? Yes. But I'm quite confident that the hospitals will be able to deal with, with the stress that's put on them. Uh, just try to be civil with healthcare workers. Try to understand that we're all working very hard and, and just don't add to anyone's stress. Dr. Jacobs, thank you. My pleasure. Dr. David Jacobs, president of the Ontario Association of Radiologists. And I'm Rob Fay, and this is On Point.